I am looking forward to this episode, man. This is about yes. to be uh interesting episodes. Um, yeah, man, it's been a game changing. It's been a game changing last few few weeks. It's been exciting, man. A lot to talk it's, about. It's been Instagram's October, <laughs> and 100%. it looks like it might be it might be Facebook's November, <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, nah, man. With all the updates that Insta- Instagram's been doing over the last couple of weeks, they've just been taking over. This announcement after announcement after announcement. And then we get Mark Zuckerberg with the bombshell. Um, and it's like, wow. But you know what? Before we get into all of that, episode 14, we have made it to episode 14. And what a number. Like, there's 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 one man that comes to mind when we say the number 14 but yeah i'll let you lead because i'm sure i'm sure you got a lot to say about this man yeah no worries because obviously i know the man but we're not going to talk about that man just yet for me number 14 is about me (laughs) so number 14 for me uh is my birthday day or date um mm. so big shout out to all the libras the libra season you don't need to guess what month that is um yeah man so for me 14 is just huge you know it carries a lot of meaning um if there was a lottery ticket and i was trying to purchase i'm always gonna put number 14 on there um if there if, if we're going to the betting shop and i got a bet on a horse number 14 is there if i'm if i'm betting on um at roulette i have to put number i have to put something on number 14 it's just one of those things for me and then also when i was growing up number 40 was my football shirt i like number eight but there's one man that comes to mind when it comes to number 14 i'll let jamal give you that intro go on <laughs> man like thierry what a guy <laughs> Again, idol for many, many, I was going to say young black men, but many kids growing up watching Henri in that number 14 shirt for Arsenal, France, Barca, Juve and into there. Like, just, he's an, he's an iconic footballer. And I don't think, when you think of number 14, there's no one else that pops into mind. He is the guy. He is that guy. He paved the way for so many footballers around, around the world to enter the game and, connect to someone and visualize someone that was similar to them and yeah he's he goes down he goes down in history and there's 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 so much so much you can say about him but yeah when number 14 is mentioned he's he's the first guy first person to come into my head yeah man big shout out to number 14 man like Thierry Henry um I think some people you know what some people might not even understand what Thierry Henry did to the football game. Um, I know we're a social we're a social media podcast, right? But we're gonna give Thierry on his Thierry Henry his flowers right now. So he came in as a uh, winger, uh, Arsenal winger, turned him into a striker. Um, it didn't click straight away. It took some time, but the way this guy played as a centre forward completely changed the game and mm-hmm. we're yet to see many people replicate what he did yes Ronaldo's amazing yes Messi's amazing 
you could probably argue Messi's probably done it the same way as Henri has, um, but he's done it in obviously in Spain. But a man like Thierry Henry would win the Golden Boot, but then also be t- he also holds the record for the most assists in one. You don't. Season. You don't get that nowadays. You don't get it. It's rare. And that show that shows his character as well. He he played with such such elegance and grace and he was such a selfless player in terms of what he brought to the team. Like his goals and assists were were crazy. But nowadays it's all about goals and getting the goals in and if you're if you're up there for the golden boot, like assists kinda drop drops drops off for forward players. But it kinda shows his 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 attitude towards the game. And the type of football he liked to play is a joy to watch. 100%. And you know what? You can see it in, in the players like Marcus Rashford or even Bukayo Saka. They will be looking up to the way Thierry Henry plays. The, the, mm. the fact that he could be so selfless and selfish at the same time, is mm-hmm. it, you know, it gives us so much credit. And he's probably definitely, definitely for me, probably one of the greatest players that we've ever had that has never won the Ballon d'Or. You know? Definitely. And if you look at the players that won it during his time, it's a shame. But I guess, you know, one of his shortcomings is that he didn't win, you know, the, the yeah. Champions League during his time mm-hmm. when he was at Arsenal, you know? And I think mm-hmm. if he did win that, he definitely would have won. Um, the, the metaverse is here. All you guys who are listening, I know you've been talking football, but right now, it's all about the metaverse. And I just want to get into that conversation, man. I, I'm like, it gives me goosebumps. We saw this week, I can't remember when it was exactly, but Mark Zuckerberg came out in the press and said, Facebook is now meta. What was you thinking, Cham? Like, how did you receive the news? And what, what was your, your take on just like the way they just dropped it? It was it was interesting because there there was obviously a lot of talk, and if you're not inside the marketing world or especially the social world, when you see that the the, the title Facebook is renaming its name, automatically you think the app, you think the, the social network platform, but it was actually the parent the parent company that was having a name change. So it kind of it held less meaning to me the the name change because I knew that the app which we which I live on in terms of like an ad platform. Um, will still have its name, but it, the the parent company is now re- renamed to uh, Meta. But what I kind of kind of took about that, and what kind what I was interested in was the metaverse, which which will stem from it. But um, yeah, when the news dropped, it was it's an exciting time in the social world. Like when one of the major players comes out with them and a massive an- announcements like they have, everyone tunes in. Everyone within the marketing world wants to know, wants to get early access. They need. They need a piece of that pie, like, and it's it's interesting to see everything kind of expand and, and come out of the announcement and how the reaction was on Twitter and straight away memes were popping off, popping off and flying off, like as as it is on Twitter and Instagram. But yeah, it's great. It's great to have that buzz back around social, and like you said earlier, like Instagram and Facebook have just been they've been hot on it with their with their releases. I think they've kind of felt the the heat from the Apple iOS 14 um, restric- restrictions that they felt and also with TikTok on the rise that like they, they definitely felt the heat and they've, they're have they coming back punching like they're, they're releasing some big things at the moment 
Yeah, man. Like, yeah. So Facebook's a beast in society, right? And like, there's such a a, a game changing platform that everybody's listening to them. Everybody's connected. They got more than half the world connected to to Facebook at the moment, and like, I think you know when something changes with them, everybody's listening. And whatever it might be, they could just say one thing and suddenly it might mean, oh, that, you know, everybody feels that they're affected uh, because they use either WhatsApp, they use Instagram, they use um, WhatsApp, Instagram or Facebook, right? Um, yeah. I know they own a, a ton of other companies as well, but those kind of being your big three staple uh, social media platforms, you, you feel like it's affecting you. You might feel like, you know, what, are they changing these to meta as well or whatever? But um, no, what they're, what they're doing is, is very strategic because uh, we know Facebook's out there with bad press at the moment um, with all this kind of like data privacy and things like that. Um, so it's a good time for them to have a different perception of them and they're going to try and grow into this new perception and develop that more and more and more. And, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, he dropped this video. If you haven't watched this video, I highly recommend you do watch it, especially if you're interested in where the world could be in the next 10 to 15 years, um, especially with how fast technology is growing at the moment. I would highly recommend, um, yeah, just watching Mark Zuckerberg's uh, keynote, uh, I think, on, on Meta and him introducing meta and their values and what they're going to focus on in the in the near future um so yeah like metaverses like and you you know what a metaverse is right jam Mm -hmm. yeah so i watched actually i watched the um keynote he done on i think it was tuesday now so yeah it was hour and 20 minutes long I've done it in stages yeah. so I was at work. But yeah, it was definitely, definitely worth listening to. You kind of expanded on what the metaverse will be and and kind of how it will be shaped, how it will how it will kind of shape the future. Uh, I don't know whether if it, if it was him being optimistic or if if how much of a, uh, a reality, reality this might be. But for me, I, I was I was definitely drawn in and I can definitely see how how the metaverse can be a possibility in the next, like you said, 10 and 15 years in the way Oculus, their um, Facebook's heads, well, the Meta's um, headset um, company, how that can kind of expand and become more interactive with our lives and and highlight the different ways we can work, um, socialise, game, like they're, they're looking to take over everything and it, it's scary to have how one how one company can have all this power but they're definitely going in that direction you know what it is for me right so there's it like i know you mentioned a few things there you mentioned how it's like you can see it and you know it's coming in the future but i actually think the technology is already here like mm. um i'm a I, I was an avid gamer especially during times of uni um, I had time playing games like Grand Theft Auto, right? In Grand Theft Auto, that blew my mind. The fact that they haven't even released a new one yet just shows you how how good that game is. That game mm-hmm. is like a metaverse, right? 
Um, you know, once you connect online, you have your character, you have your home, you have your car, you have money, you have um, you have guns, so to speak. Like obviously, Grand Theft Auto being a eighteen or over game, um, like you have all these things, and then once I was able to connect with my friends, game changer. Almost, I remember being mm-hmm. addicted to the game, playing it every night for like 14 days. And like, I'm just connecting on there with my close friends or whatever. We're going, we're, we're robbing banks on the game. We're doing like all these missions. And it actually requires us to be like, do teamwork. Like one's got to cover mm-hmm. this side, you got to cover this side. You know, we can't complete the mission unless someone's done, you know, their part. So, like, if mm-hmm. I've gone into the prison and I've killed someone, I need to get an escape. Someone's got to fly the plane. If that person's not hasn't gone and got the plane, then I can't escape. Like, it's all these co- different components. But this is mm-hmm. after you after you played the game, you could probably check my 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 blood pressure. Like, it's, I'm up because mm. I feel like I've just done all these things in real life. <laughs> yeah. So when 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 Mark Zuckerberg's talking about the metaverse and he's talking about the near future, to me, it's already here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like I've experienced it through gaming. And if you're an avid gamer, I think there's a lot of gamers out there who have already just immersed themselves into a virtual reality space or digital reality, whatever you want to call it, because I, I feel like that word's not really important, but you know what I mean? where mm-hmm. you've escaped from reality and you're into a virtual reality and you're you're just you're super immersed. This could be yeah, things definitely. League of Legends, definitely. League of Legends, Fortnite being a massive one. You're paying money to be in the game, buy hats for your character and all these different stuff. Like so now with Facebook saying this is what they're gonna focus on this will just expand it in a different way. Because right now, yeah. gamers are fully immersed into that. But what about... Not yet. Not I even think... gamers as well. It's, it's, it's the majority of people with, with Instagram, Facebook and Twitter without realising they are they are living an online life. Whether, <laughs> like, I've, I've made, made you think, I um, posted a few things that I will, will reference made you think, like, throughout... Our, our episodes going forward because it that is it's a it's a community within itself, and yeah. that's what the metaverse is kind of kind of looking to create. And for example, pages like made you think build their own communities, and within the metaverse there will be communities and rooms people can go in to game, socialize, watch films, listen to music, and that in in essence that's what we're doing at the moment when we join a live to watch um the latest version latest series of verses for example we're all going to one space and we're all connecting but it's just a, it's just a different device it's not an oculus it's not a headset it's it's a, it's a phone or a laptop but yeah like you said it's that it's that immersion of the headset which is where the metaverse is kind of taking us to yeah 100 100 it's also on the on our major think as well because I was going through the comments and someone actually mentioned how how we're ready ready we're ready living the metaverse ready we're ready living in this digital world but how many girls do you know or do you see that now not girls girls and guys 
that now live a life for Instagram. They they shape their face for Instagram. They'd rather look good on Insta than look good in real life. Everything's now for the gram. We've been saying it's doing it for the gram. We've been doing we've been saying this for the last how many years? Might be five, six, seven, even eight years now. Everyone's doing it for the digital version of themselves, which in the metaverse it will be avatars. But at the moment it's it's the how we portray ourselves through Instagram. It's it's without knowing, we're already living it. <laughs> and it's yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting to see everyone's reaction because like, yeah. they're definitely they're definitely living it. Yeah, man. Like, like everything we're doing right now is gearing towards that. And this is like leveling up more and more and more and more. Like, even us having the conversation the other day about NFTs, like that doesn't have any limitations towards you know in the metaverse. Like, these are things that. Can be things can be created in the metaverse and then become and then become an NFT and can be resold. Do you know what I mean? So again, it's a whole other reality. And like, just to, I just want to make sure that people are understanding. So this, I wanted to make sure that people understand what a metaverse is. So just to kind of give like a definition of what metaverse is or and its meaning, it's basically a virtual reality space in which users slash people can interact with a computer-generated environment and with other users slash people, right? Um, again, you could technically say that's already Facebook, that's already Instagram, or that's already mm. WhatsApp, but that's essentially what Metaverse is. But then outside of that Metaverse, you also have things like VR, which is stands for virtual reality. But I think where Mark Zuckerberg is trying to take this is more so like a XR route. And to kind of give a definition of XR, XR stands for extended reality. So basically, it's a term that refers to all real and virtual combined environments. So... This could be a virtual um, environment that also has like real elements that can trigger your senses, whether it's smell, touch, and, and you know different things like that. So it can create like human machine interactions, which are, is generated by a computer um, and offers technology and wearables, which is which is again it's like something that's already there. Like if you have an Apple Watch or a Fitbit, like you're already like connected, like real life, but virtually at the same time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It gives you that over. Like people are checking their heartbeats instantly. Like mm-hmm. you, know, you got that virtual reality of the, I guess the number of heartbeats that you got there, and you're reading that. But then you also got it. It's just on your arm. It's a physical thing as well. So you're merging mm-hmm. technology and the virtual reality instantly, and. We're already there, <laughs> and it's scary. yeah. No, we're definitely yeah. out. <laughs> mm, we're, we're definitely already there. there. It's it's as if like the technology is being developed. The guys like Zuck and Bezos are just waiting for humans and the public to catch up to the technology because it's definitely there. I don't know if you saw earlier on this year. It might have been in the summer. Facebook announced their collaboration for AR 
glasses with Ray-Bans. And at the time, I thought, oh, yeah, this is cool. I thought, yeah, this is cool, but I don't know if it if it will be adopted or how it will be adopted by by the public. And it's, it's now interesting to see that how the metaverse has been um, publicised and how the two now link together. Because, um, yeah, within the within the, uh, the keynote that was talking about um, VR, VR headsets and AR glasses and contact lenses and how, like you said, the, the physical world will be extended through um, digital experiences as well. So, yeah, interesting to see Facebook's moves previously and how they're now connecting. It makes their, their bigger goal look more attainable because they've already got, like you said, they've already got the technology there. It's just about us kind of adapting to it. Yeah, well, I, I feel like there's a there's definitely a process when it comes to releasing technology and us using it because like things like QR codes, right? They've been around for ages. Aha, and it's mm. only since the pandemic where it's really been adopted. But that could have been adopted ages ago. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And it has been out for ages. It's just that it hasn't been adopted. So it's like there's definitely a process. It takes time for like us, I don't know if it's just a human behavior thing for us to be able to really adopt it, use it, and normalize it. It takes time. Like before, it just kind of just goes out into like a niche group of people before it kind of spreads to the rest of the generation or just the rest of the pop- the rest of the population. So mm-hmm. I feel like Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, they are definitely a hundred miles ahead of us when it comes yeah, to... Yeah, <laughs> like, They're probably twiddling their thumbs. Like, they're <laughs> watching their clock thinking, come on, guys, like, catch yeah, up. Exactly. Way ahead of us. And you know what? Like, it, we could probably get into this now. Like, after watching that video of where Mark Zuckerberg is talking about Facebook and talking about Meta and introducing Meta, like me being human, I feel like I can look at another human and be like, "Yeah, you're human." I looked at Mark Zuckerberg then. I was like, "He is not human right now, bro." I've been saying <laughs> this. I've been saying this. He's he. That's no. There's something happening there. I don't, I don't know what it is, but that's not Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, it, it that was is like, not him. It could be a clone. Again, I don't want to go mm. into conspiracy theories and stuff. I'm just literally just giving you my opinion. I just feel like there's something fishy there. Like he could, like it feels like it could be like limitless. He's taking a pill or something. Yeah, yeah. Know. Just look his movements, fun. his actions, his facial expressions, his the way his face was structured. It just didn't. Yeah, like you said, like between humans you can kind of tell like okay it looks like a normal human but <laughs> Zuck just I don't know there's something going on <laughs> <laughs> no uh, 100%, 100% agree with you man because I know you brought it up a couple of episodes ago but after watching that I was like maybe that whole thing was in the metaverse maybe mm. like or maybe mm. like do you know what I mean like I'm trying to look at him and I'm just like, yo, he doesn't seem like a real human. This seems mm-hmm. I don't want to say robotic, but it's 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 it doesn't seem real, if you get what mm-hmm. I mean. Um, and real to me. Um other people might disagree. I don't know, but check out that video and have a look. Mark Zuckerberg looked weird. 
to me, um, for lack of a better word. He looked weird. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, and you know what? Like, I we already know technology is way beyond what we know it as because mm-hmm. there are, um, you know, technology moves so, so quick. It's just about what gets released to us and what can be, what we can actually digest. And, um, mm-hmm. You know what is interesting? A couple of weeks ago, I actually had a conversation um, with someone in my uh, shared workspace that I were um, that I was working from, uh, and they were talking about VR, and they were talking about how this company—I don't know where they're based—I uh, think they might be hungry or something like that. But don't quote me on this. But regardless of that, it's about the experience. So they've been—they got this technology in VR where it kind of like. Um, it, it it it's an XR it's an XR, I guess, experiment. So it's virtual reality, yes, but it crossovers with reality. So it's kind of it plays on your senses, and they have people wear like a VR headset and and things like that, and put them into like a a room, just a, a room, normal four walls and a and a door. But you've got your VR headset on and you're living in a virtual reality. And they were like testing this out. And basically, the people who took part in that test needed therapy afterwards because okay. the virtual reality was so real to them that they like needed to learn how to like walk again and like talk again and feel like, learn how to feel things right. again in real life as opposed mm-hmm. to virtual reality and like this is way before facebook even announced <laughs> this is way before facebook even announced anything to do with metaverse so that we mm. we already know the technology is well advanced we know the technology is already there but they have to get it's like they have to give it to us in like the the small increments they need to give it to us in small doses because there's too much of a change for us especially as humans this kind of takes us back to like episodes of black mirror we seeing people like yeah. it's like they're not really sure what they're seeing are they coming up with that in their brain but when you mix technology in your brain like the world can be great but it can also be a very scary place as well and like it comes yeah, just to determining what's real yeah what's real and what's what's augmented what's what's yeah what's the digital version of it scary man just yeah. just trying to because obviously it looks great and Zuckerberg will show all these great things and how advanced the technology is. But like you said, there's the other side where if if this gets adopted maybe too quickly or without any, um, the right, I don't know what to call it, the right, the right I, I guess, control. If people don't have the con- control over the metaverse and, and these technologies, it could ruin humanity with people living on the headsets like you said forgetting how to walk because they're they're emerged fully emerged within this digital space and they don't leave it it's yeah yeah that's the downside and it it can definitely go that way and that it's up to facebook and governments and like the big tech companies to kind of limit that and find a way to to yeah digital a digital experience is great and that that xr is it's it's definitely gonna happen, but how do you get the balance of real life and and that augmented life? It's it's gonna be a tricky one. It's a tricky one. I think there's an answer to it as well. And I think that answer that? Is, uh, 
it's in it's an episode in Black Mirror. Um, I don't want to I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but the the episode is called San Junipero. So check it out. But it was basically just the nuts and bolts of it is that it's like a it's like a version of a VR headset, but the technology is way advanced. You can just put this little um, small like button like device on the side of your temple and it emerges you into a digital reality and you that digital reality is you can see yourself at any whatever age you want to be and you can live in whatever time you want to live in because they've developed those things and those times have already happened so you could choose to live in the 80s you could choose to live in the 90s whatever it is and you just live your life in that time but in real life, you just got this device in your on your temple, and you're just sitting there. And um, uh, in the in terms of like the control and everything like that, the whole episode kind of explains that from a positive standpoint, but it also talks about the negative standpoint in the best way possible. Like just in great, I guess, Black Mirror fashion, they do it in 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 such a exquisite way. But I I would be down for that. <laughs> the way they did it in the movie, I, the way they did it in that series. So, Black Mirror Sandra de Pure is available on Netflix. Check it out. Um, the way they did it in that episode, I would 100% take part in that. You know, living in a digital reality, um, and I'm just sitting in a chair. Like, imagine like what it can do in the future. Like, we just spoke about football at the beginning of the episode, right? We're clearly big Arsenal fans. What if Arsenal sold us virtual reality season tickets and I feel like I'm at the game, but I'm not actually in the game, I'm mm. in my social Yeah, this is something yeah. this is something Zuck spoke about in his keynote, being able to go to concerts without actually physically being there, but having that same experience, that live experience. It's great. And 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 it also, which is massive, it tackles the whole climate crisis we're going where we're merging into at the moment. In terms of limiting travel, um, fuel, like we won't have to travel as much. Uh, just a, a lot of like waste in terms of food and, and, and packaging. Like it just answers a lot of um, questions that we have about climate change, as, as, which is a hot topic at the moment. So he, like, Zach is already winning in that aspect. But um, it will take a lot to convince a lot of people. And it'll be interesting to see how quick people adapt to this. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think the older um, generation is going to take a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. The older generation is going to take a while to adapt to this, but the, the younger generation, they're probably going to be all for it. Like, I'm already just saying, you know what, I'm 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 down for this. Like, And also, it's probably something I couldn't even stop if I wanted to. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Like, I, I want to I experience certain things, and if I could just do that from my car, why not? If I want to feel like I've been to Thailand, <laughs> I'm gonna. I want. Like, I can have a vacation <laughs> by just putting something on my head, and essentially, the, I just want to get the feeling. I might not even like flying. I might not like the the journey. I might not even like having to speak different languages. But I can just put something on my head, and then I get that feeling regardless. Mm. I wonder if I can still get a tan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm, yeah. This is this is the world is going into a, 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 a mad place. My thing is, what would what would it look like for us on a physical aspect? Like, are we like are we gonna just live if we 
if we if it's not controlled, are we going to be living in digital worlds? Just have solely digital jobs, then, but we still live in reality, and we still need certain things like mm-hmm. food. <laughs> we still need yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. Our bodies still need activity. You know, um, yeah. There's so many essential needs for the human body, and are those are, like are all those things going to be met like within you know extended reality? Like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I really, I really don't know. And it's crazy because we have actually been, you've touched on this so many times like throughout um, the different podcast episodes that like, we've been talking about merging like um, technology with just humans and, you know, becoming smarter and stuff. Like, imagine you want to study at Harvard, but you're in India. It costs so much money to live over in America or whatever, but you got this you got this little chip thing to put the side of your head and you're in the lecture. Mm, it's madness, man. The possibilities right. are endless. Trust me. Endless. It looks like we got a question. Yeah, do you want to hit but, play? Yeah, I'll try. Infinite love, grand afternoon, grand evening, grand Rising wherever you are in the metaverse, universe, multiverse, omniverse. <laughs> what do we even call it anymore? It's so strange because someone referred me to watch the Mandela Effect, the movie. And I got into half of it, but I'm actually in the middle of moving. I started moving yesterday. But um, I've been learning about this whole multi-dimensional thing and I'm not old but I'm not young and <laughs> I am trying to wrap my head around it all so yeah I'm listening in said that no one else want to hear this but whatever I am so intrigued yes keep on with the information I'm listening in thank you thank you for your message Empress Sacred Orbs I love that um, you know, we're, we're with you on this one. We are just as intrigued as you are. We don't have all the information. We're probably a little bit more clued up than the average person just because it kind of falls within our space. But big shout out to you for that message. And we're going to try and drop as much gems about this metaverse that we're already living in um, and where it's kind of trying to go in the future. Because right now in the future, like me and Jam have been discussing is <clears throat> this could change what this could change what retirement looks like for some people. You know what I mean? Imagine you're retired now, you've got money, your house is paid for. What do you want to do next? I'm gonna go travel in extended reality wise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to go travel in virtual reality. Why not? You got the time. Do you know what I mean? Like that that could be a next space, and then. There's the opportunity to make money within virtual reality or extended reality, or let's just call it the metaverse. Um, like, I'm sure there's huge opportunities for brands. I don't know, Jamal, do you want to if you want to like touch on maybe a possible opportunity for brands? But I think there's so many. No, definitely. You've seen, we've seen brands and companies like already jump on the hype. I saw um, hype beast posted uh, this week actually that Nike have 
kind of trademark that they've opened their trademark, their night trademark into selling virtual goods to virtual products. So you, you'll be able to buy night goods within the, within the metaverse. So when you have your avatar, you can get kitted up in the latest Nike gear. You have the latest Jordans on and you can kind of, you kind of flex within the metaverse, which, which what it will become, which is interesting and scary at the same time. But yeah, we've got we've got another question coming in. I'll, I'll play it now. But does the metaverse uh, concept refer to a digital form of traveling? Because they don't want anyone to leave the house. Is this what is coming to? They want everybody suspended. And the only way that we can see anything is virtually. Is this what the metaverse is, concept is? Because like I said, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. So if y'all can explain it to me a little bit in more in detail, I would appreciate it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's another great question. Again, like, don't feel silly like, asking any questions. That was a great question. Um, <clears throat> so in terms of the metaverse, and how someone can travel within the metaverse. Um, obviously, this would require some kind of technology. And uh, right now, the technology kind of falls within uh, VR headsets, which is virtual reality headsets. This is a device you'll put over your, your, over your face. Uh, it kind of blocks out the eyes, like glasses, blocks out the eyes. So you can't see anything else. You can only see what's within this headset of yours that's over your eyes and you might have head, uh, headphones on as well so it gives you like the full like your two senses are, are now solely digital so you can only hear and see what is within the device right so imagine now you can set up the program on your virtual reality program whatever it is you want to go travel to jamaica right you've never been there right you're, you're living in the U.S., but U.S. is a lockdown right now because of COVID-19 or whatever, COVID-53, whatever it might be in the future. And you can just log in, type in Jamaica, and then you they will have a digital version of Jamaica, like, like an exact copy of Jamaica, so to speak. Mm. I was talking the language, the sun is beating. Think, and you've got to remember... Yeah, think... yeah, go on. So I was just going to add, I think Zuck called it digital teleporting. I think that was the terminology he used, but yeah. So let's add that this in there. This is the thing. When you try and make it over, if, you, if you're going to overcomplicate it to people, they're going to be a bit hesitant. Because man's mm. not really teleporting. Do you know what I mean? You're mm. in your living room. So you're, living, yeah. you're, in your, you're in your living room and you just put a device on and the device is taking you, just like how you might watch a TV and you just watch like a travel video, if you watch a really good one, you feel like you've been to that place. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you watch a really good traveling video, it feels like, you, oh, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, yeah, that was in Colombia, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But with these devices, because it can play with your senses, you're going to feel the sun beating down on you mentally. It's not there in reality, but it's, 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 it's triggering the senses from your mind as well. Do you know what I mean? So you can see it, and then... If you can feel it, then it's like it actually is there. Do you know what I mean? So, and that's basically the feeling that you're going for when you're actually there. 
you want the heat, you want the you want the language, and you want the food. So if you've got a device that gives you those senses, that makes you feel that you're doing all of those things, why would you need to travel? Is it mm-hmm. unless you're going to see people specifically? But they could also meet you in that same metaverse. So I want to go on a family holiday. People don't have the money to go on family holidays sometimes. So guess what? We're going to all put on our headsets and go together. Just, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be the reality. It's just scary. It is definitely scary. But I would definitely recommend checking out Zuck's um, keynote because he kind of expands on all these different ways that the metaverse will kind of evolve in terms of working. Um... Uh, the way we socialize, the way we consume music, live gigs, live concerts, live live sport is is oh, I'd yeah I'd rec- I've been recommending it all week, but it's definitely worth checking it out and kind of taking your own your own thoughts and opinions on it. But it's definitely here to stay, definitely yeah. here to stay. One hundred percent, it's here to stay, and it's not going anywhere. And I kind of just before we answer the next question, I just kind of want to dabble into like the opportunity for brands because there's a lot of brands out there who are probably paying attention to this but they don't really know oh what can I do especially if you're a small brand like this is an opportunity to kind of get in there like first you know what I mean like um I'm always going to you know talk about this um you know Jamal's partner she owns a bakery brand and right now what bakeries are talking about virtual reality none can you get a feeling uh, if there was an opportunity to kind of get into this and people can smell the cookies, they can smell the cakes. That's a whole different thing that you're creating. People are going to love the smell of Greg's. Greg's is a, a bakery brand that we have here in the UK, but people love the smell of it. If you go past them, you can smell donuts, Krispy Kremes, whatever it is. These things, it's like, as soon as like Mark Zuckerberg is going to open the doors for us to be able to create our own metaverses. So if you're a brand, you can create your own metaverse and then your community or customers can experience your brand in an extended reality or virtual reality or metaverse. I'm just going to say all of those things because it's like it all rolls into one. But that's the opportunity. You see what I'm saying? And then if someone can take something away from your metaverse and carry, carry it with them into other people's metaverses and things like that, it's a game changer. You want people, it's just like having a shop again. What what was it about shopping? It's going in and experiencing all these different shops and, you know, touching clothes and smelling candles or, you know, smelling the flowers or, you know, you see in furniture or whatever. It's all those different types of things. But again, if you're a brand, you still have those things that you, to offer, so, but you can offer them in digital aspects as well. And I feel like you should never lose light of that. We're very much going into digital reality um combining uh human reality and virtual reality together we're not going to be able to stop this it's what is going to happen my kids 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 are going to be just instantly smart or whatever depending on the program that's into them we're just going to be robots like we like can we can we really stop this <laughs> mm. you know what that's a great point i don't know if you watched i recommended it to you it was the um uh Stephen Bartlett episode so uh, his his podcast episode with Mo Godot for who oh, yeah, was yeah. yeah the happy one he speaks on AI 
and and how it will come into play and how he he um has estimated that AI will be a hundred times smarter than what we are in the near future. And he talks about how we control that because he says that's the same that's on the same scale as us compared to a fly. So he says in the in the near future, will humans will be that fly and AI will be the ones controlling it, everything. And he says like, it's, that's dangerous, obviously, because that could that could wipe us out. It's about how we kind of control the technology where we're building, not to get too far ahead of us. We're making sure that we keep up with it. So, I have not got the answers, but it is it, it kind of opens your mind to to where we're going because you can yeah. see it like these things are starting to come into play. And we're we're being more immersed within these technologies, and if we if we do go to the stage of um, like you said of the Black Mirror episode where we have the the chip on the side of our head and we can kind of picture our lives or wherever, if if our mindset isn't in the right place, where does that where does our mind take us to? And that's where the AI becomes dangerous because we ha- we no longer have control over that. So it's, it's, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the answer is, and to to stay on top of it, Mo, if like if you watched the episode, Mo did touch on it because he's he's written a book about um AI and and the 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 future possibilities of it, and he kind of yeah. kind of give an an answer to it. A lot of the smartest people on this earth have been talking about AI, and they're all saying the same thing: it's the biggest threat because you know what? It's the biggest threat to themselves as well. Imagine you be the super smartest person in here in Earth. Ah, oh, but this machine's smarter. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You always lose. You become lower down in the flute in the food chain. Um, and it is a scary it is a scary space. I just want to get to this question um quickly, just before we wrap up. So wait a minute, did I just hear someone say what's the point of traveling if you can do all of this virtual? So are you saying that you rather travel virtually than to leave your living room and see someone physically? So another great question. I love a great question. So obviously right now the technology might not be there for it to make it feel real. But the type of technology that I'm talking about is if this device gives you everything and makes you feel everything as if it is real, your mind cannot tell you it is not real. At what, like, why would you go through the hassle or, or the danger of getting on a plane Yeah, I'm not too sure if Jules is cut out for you there as well. But yeah, he's just about to expand on on the dangers of oh he's back. He's back. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Oh, I'll get back. I don't know where they cut out. <laughs> but I'll 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 um I'll kinda go over my point again. So if the technology is there that actually offers um like a, a real world sense of like what would be happening um, as if you were traveling, right, without having to actually travel. So, what happens when you're traveling, right? You 
you fly with people you, you don't know you're, you're at risk of catching diseases uh, you might need to take vaccinations you've got all these costs you have to pay for plane flights all these different things the flights are it's not like these planes are running on electricity they are running on fuel you know it's, it's not actually good for the environment but if you can take a chip that makes you feel like you've gone somewhere and you have gone there digitally you have actually gone there digitally you just haven't gone there in real world but you you got your tan that you might have wanted you got like you got to swim in a swimming pool you got to be by the beach you could live there if you wanted to and still work from home right imagine you can still do all of those things why would you why would you take the risk of going to travel in real life and then the other side of it is imagine people in those countries if they had access to this type of technology this opens up way more opportunities for them now because you know sometimes you're only limited to certain types of opportunities if you just live in a small island because in bigger cities in bigger countries you have much bigger connections to different things there's different needs for different things so you could instantly disconnect to someone in a different world and do a job in a virtual world that needs to get done virtually. Like, again, it just opens up so many doors of opportunity. I'm not saying I'm all for the metaverse because realistically, I don't know what the, the long-term effects of the effects are. We know it's going to come with some downsides. We know that people might get addicted to this. Like, uh, I remember we had a conversation about this at work um, in my last job because in my last job, I sold, we sold advertising space within um, VR. So you're in a game and let's say you're driving a car and you drive past a billboard, we'll put an advert in there by Nike or Coca-Cola. Do you know what I mean? So well, I know the technology is there, but we also had the conversation about like, let's say something like porn, right? Someone can have like a real world experience watching like virtual reality porn. That is crazy. So then what if people like, what would that, what would that world look like? People are going to be addicted to that. People are going to mm -hmm. be like, do you know what I mean? Like that, and that's going to have a negative effect on people. Yeah. That's I mean? It's the accessibility as well. Like we think it's accessible now with handheld devices. But when this is fairly emerged in, in, in our own digital world, you all you have to do is think about the the place and you will be there, which is where, like you said, it can get, can get dangerous because how much control you have. 100%. Because you, you don't have the control. You might mm. feel like you have the control, but you don't. But again, I'm, I'm just going to recommend that Black Mirror episode. I feel like I'm going to watch it tonight. But San Junipero, um, Black Mirror, just watch it because there are certain things that it could just help people what if you had like dementia and you know people with dementia yeah. sometimes they have like you know like they sometimes it feels like they're they're like living in different times sometimes they're like they're their five-year-old self sometimes they're their 12 year old <clears> self you know what i mean and it's like what if they could actually go back into that time again that's another black mirror episode where you can rewind time you can you know play things back onto tv that you've experienced so imagine ah oh, you can't find your house keys because you've lost them somewhere
but you can rewind back when you last had them and then what you did with them and then you got them but you can leave the house again like that's mm-hmm. that's it do you know what I mean again that's probably a positive but then it can also be a negative like we saw in that episode where like the guy thinks he his daughter is not his daughter or something and you know yeah. you're like do you know what I mean he's getting so paranoid and he's asking his wife to you know go back to this time go back to this day again that's that's a next type of relationship that you're gonna have do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and you know, I know some of these things will be way out of my comfort zone, but some of the good yeah, things, the insecurities, would... man. The insecure, yeah, like to touch on relationships, the insecurities that could arise. You think, 100%. like, at the moment, current, like, current, uh, millennial problems in terms of relationships and who's in people's DMs, but now it's gonna be who's in people's thoughts, who's in people's minds, like, physically yeah. in there. Within this digital yeah. world, <laughs> the insecurities are gonna go crazy. And the worst thing, that's probably the beauty of now is that you don't really know what someone's thinking. And mm. that's what that's probably a really good thing. But like if you didn't have access to my mind, I don't like it's it, it's like a, I can touch on this again. It's like for people who feel like they can't even build relationships with someone or something like that, they could probably build a relationship with like a virtual character. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, in terms of like, uh, the, like I want to say the sex industry. We're not a sex show, but like, I just thinking about that side of things. Like, a per an average person who probably isn't good with, you know, building rapport with women or whatever, he might watch a lot of porn or something like that. Then with this new metaverse he can choose different porn stars that he can be with in a virtual sense and it feels real. He's never going to need a woman or wife or, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's just going to be in that state. And then what does that look like over the next 50 years as a man? You're not procreating. What does this mean? That you slow down? Mm-hmm. Like, the population? Like, it's all these different things. Like, it goes into all these endless, like timelines of things that like we just don't know what the long-term effects are are you there like it's it's hard it's hard to know when you think of, when you f- sorry go on no, okay. I'm saying you go on. <laughs> i was gonna say like when you think about this long term does it end well Ugh. i don't think it does i'm thinking about like you said all these possibilities initially great <laughs> But then you think about the long-term effects of everything, you'd be like, rah, this this don't end well. Like, this could be it for humanity. But where, like but where like does I said end? about mm, like I said about Mo, it... like initially we become immersed immersed in these technologies and, and it helps us for, for the better. Like, for example, if you're disabled and and you 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 now get the experience to run and jump through VR and, and you, you you can get those senses back great but then long term do we all end up with these vr headsets and living within the digital world and we only experience the physical world to eat and and drink and and, and that is it like well, like you said about procreation that, that then falls off and um and, and the world starts to look like a dangerous place so it's yeah, I don't. I, when I think about the long term effects, I I don't see it ending well. I don't. I don't see a possibility where things can and end positively, or the outcome can be a positive outcome. So I feel like I feel like it really depends on how you look at life. I feel like that takes us into a deeper conversation because 
life is an experience, isn't it? Like, no one's here forever. So life is all completely just an experience. You're, this is a time capsule. This is just a, your body is just a vessel that you're in for now. And we all have that ending. But when we say, oh, does it end well? We know it ends for all of us. But then for the next generation and the generation after that, they're just going to be living a completely different life to what we're living. And mm. that might be, you know, that might be good. It might be bad. It's like, we spoke about this the other day. Like, our grandparents moved over from Jamaica to the United Kingdom. And they got to get the, like, like post-war. So they got to live in the UK when it was, like, rebuilding you know what I mean? So house prices mm. were cheaper. Um, you know, traveling was a little bit cheaper. They were able to make money. You know, they had they had access to all these different things that right now, as our generation, we struggled to, we struggle to get our hands on these different types of things. So their their life is completely different to them. They can they can retire at like forty five and fifty and still be living up until their nineties and living off the money that they earned during that time. But us different we're spending money like there's mm. no tomorrow we got access like mm-hmm. we got so much things to spend our money on compared to back then they didn't have to do that grocery shops and that used to be 5p it's now 10p doesn't even get you a plastic bag do you know what i mean so like mm-hmm. it's a whole different it, 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 it's like so my point is is just that all the generations after us and, bef- and before us are all just living different types of lives anyway and it all ends like that experience will end for all of us. So when yeah, you're right. when when humanity gets to that point where humans basically feel like a fly and it's just we're just entwined with the technology and the technology is dictating what we do, that's just another human experience until that gets wiped down. Whether that's you know in every religion it tells you you know, judgment day or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. until that day happens, that's it, this is how it's gonna this is how it's gonna be. And it's like you have to take in the experience and I feel like life is just about putting implementing like your I guess your stamp within that experience. Like are you gonna be remembered, you know, like are you gonna like, just live life and do everything? Are you gonna create your experience so people experience your opinions and life through your eyes just a little bit you know what I mean and I feel like that's where you can probably be remembered and taken through the verses taken through like different generations like people like Tupac like they were saying things that was well ahead of their time so they're still still relevant now they want to create holograms of him now they're going to put Tupac into different metaverses do you know what I mean and I think things like that, that's that I think that's where you find like your certain purposes and stuff like that. And that's what it's about, it's like finding these different types of purposes. But again, this is a deep conversation for just talking mm. about metaverses. But like, like I feel like we can't lose we can't lose sight of that because we're talking about how it ends, but we're never even gonna see that end. Because it's just gonna keep continuing. Do you know what I mean? Like dinosaurs used to be here, they're not here now. What what now? Are the are dinosaurs gonna be yo, this used to be our world. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a vault. Then they're not the dinosaurs anymore. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And whatever happened, yeah, that happened. 
<laughs> so whether it was floods, whether the world stopped spinning, whether the sun didn't come up, I don't know what happens, but whatever happened, happened. And the new wave just came again. We might have to go back to cavemen again. You know, who knows? Who it knows? might be that. The, poss- the, problem, the possibilities are endless, man. But it's exciting <laughs> at the same time. It's Trust exciting me. at the same time. Trust me. I, I could go on for hours and hours on this. I know we've, we've, I think this is already over an hour episode. So, um, yeah, man, I'm happy to wrap it up there. Unless you've got anything else. Um, I want a big shout. I just want to shout out all the listeners again, man. You lot make it make this worthwhile, man. Having people come in, listening, uh, asking questions, you know, really taking into the conversation and asking questions about the topics we're talking about. You know, it's, it's really good to hear. And um, yeah, man, really enjoy it. No, definitely. Yeah, keep them coming. Like, like, like Jules has said, it just makes it makes everything worthwhile and it helps expand on the conversation. So, yeah. It's good, like this has been a great episode, though, Jules. Like, I, I've enjoyed diving into this, and um, yeah. like you said, that we could we could talk on this for for so much longer. But um, yeah. again, again, excited and and cautious at the same time about about the metaverse and what the future may hold. Big time, big time. But yeah, man, I appreciate you guys again. I'm gonna wrap it up there. This is the Social Living Podcast, episode fourteen. The metaverse is really here.